Do you fondly remember renting video games at your local Blockbuster? Well, these days, Gamefly is pretty much the only rental option around. And today, we're going to decide if Gamefly is really worth the money. Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And uh, we're talking about a little bit of a different topic today. So, Randy, I'm not really familiar, but what is Gamefly? So... You know, Gamefly is something that I wasn't very familiar with until very recently. Yeah. But you put in some research. I had heard about it, you know, I kind of heard about it being a thing and I've heard people talk about it. But what I didn't really know is that it's basically like, it's kind of thing like old school Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I want to say we're not sponsored by Gamefly. Heck and no. I kind of realized when we started talking about this that we might come across as sound like we're sponsored. We're absolutely not. I was just interest, genuinely interested in this because we plan on doing a podcast about talking about renting video games. Now, that being said, Gamefly, uh, you know, today, if you play your cards right, you might earn the uh, ability to sponsor a future episode. But no, not today. No, uh, but we were talking about renting video games and I kind of ran across Gamefly and started doing some research into it. And I realized that I really just wanted to kind of research it and find out if it's worth the money. You know, like, is it worth Is it something that you should spend money on? Is it something that I might spend money on? Um, I just kind of looked into it and I thought this would be a cool thing to talk about. And, you know, we've been kicking around the idea of talking about like reminiscing on video game right, rules right, for, exactly. for a while. So this kind of plays Gamefly is kind of a natural progression of that. But to get back to your question about what is Gamefly, mm -hmm. I just don't want to come across as like a salesman. But basically yeah. think like old school Netflix, you know, you get a disc sent to you in the mail. Uh, when you're done with it, you send it back. You pay a monthly fee and you can just kind of go through those as, as often as you want. Whenever you're done playing it, you send it back and then they send you another one. Mm -hmm. um, that's basically how it works. And uh, there are a couple different tiered pricing things, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. But basically, that's what it is. It's, it's a rental service that you do through the mail. And it looks like it's got a lot of systems. I mean... Obviously, you've got your PS5s, your Xbox Series, mm -hmm. and your Switch. Right. But, you know, in addition to that, it looks like we've got PS4, PS3, PS2, Vita, PSP, Xbox One, 360, OG Xbox, <gasps> Wii U, Wii, GameCube, 3DS, DS, and a favorite of mine, the Game Boy Advance. Right. So there's like pretty much, you know... Up from the the consoles that we grew up with, you know, but not all the way back to like the N64, PlayStation yeah. 1 eras, but basically the Xbox, GameCube, um, PS2 era and forward. Mm -hmm. They basically have that and they have all the Nintendo handhelds from that era forward as well. Yeah. So it's a lot of variety, but I think they primarily focus on the new systems like the PS5, Series X, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, like all the stuff that people are currently on shelves, I think is what they're their main thing they do, from well, what you know, I understand. That, that remains to be seen, Randy, because uh, we're running a little bit of an experiment here. Okay. Because I love the Game Boy Advance, and when I saw that they have Game Boy Advance games, I immediately clicked because I wanted to browse their stock. Okay, yeah. Now, I have it linked in our notes here, and I want you to click it. Okay. Because you haven't seen this yet, and no. I, I just want you to take a gander at their Game Boy Advance okay. selection. Okay, we'll do this in real time. Yeah. All right, oh, open link. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm already a little scared. It hasn't popped up yet. It's pulling up right now. One game. One game. One game. An American Tale. Fievel's Gold Rush? Fievel's Gold Rush. That's the only Game Boy Advance game you so can get from Gamefly. So I wonder. Um, I wonder how much this is because we'll get to this in a minute. But from what I understand, um, Gamefly is not just a game rental service. They also sell games, mm -hmm. including all the games that they rent. Yeah. And if you want to keep it, you can just keep it. 
and you can pay a certain price. So like, mm-hmm. I wonder if like everyone who's rented out like these Game Boy Advance games, like everyone has just decided to keep them. So their stock has just dwindled to one game. That's what I think has happened because I went through all the old systems and yeah, are they, they all in that bad of yeah, shape? Yeah, they're all pretty bad. I mean, like they've got two Xbox games. They've got zero GameCube games. Oh, they're like completely gone. Mm-hmm. They've got three PSP games. GameCube games are super hot, so I, don't, I, I really wouldn't see why people wouldn't want to keep them. Mm-hmm. They've got four DS games. So, What about 3DS? Uh, 3DS, they have quite a bit more. Okay, so like if mm-hmm. it's like the newer stuff, they have a... Oh, yeah, okay, they've got a yeah. lot of 3DS games. Got a lot of 3DS games. So, okay. So, but in terms of like new stuff, because neither me nor Daniel subscribe to the service. No. Um, and we really just, or I really was me. I just wanted to kind of find out what it was about and how much it costs and like what all is included. So it really seems like this is not so much oriented towards, they might advertise that they're like saying, Hey, we got retro stuff too, but that's just not the case. They have, they do technically have some retro stuff, but it's not the stuff you're looking for. Mm -mm. And there's Mm -mm. only a couple options. If you're looking for a copy of Fable's gold rush, I mean, this (laughs) may be the only place to get it. So, you know, somebody snatched that up. So. Um, so it's pretty hot. Okay. So, but in terms of systems, they have everything. They have mm-hmm. all like the big ones right now, your PS5s, your Series X, mm-hmm. Switch, all that. Okay. I got to figure out a way to get back to my, my, th- my notes here. Oh, I got, do I got to do, uh, I got to do some, yeah, help me. some there iPad go. help for there you. There you go. There you go. So, um, so they have the option, I, as I already mentioned a second ago, they have the option to, uh, buy games. Like say you have a game that you've rented and you said, you know what? I want to keep this game. They have the option to keep these games. You can keep them through this service and you get a discounted rate. So you don't even pay in full price for them. Um, and from what I understand, from, I did a little research on this and it seems like they ship it to you in like a sleeve, kind of like an old Netflix, Netflix sleeve, you know, so you wouldn't have the case. But if you decide to keep the game, they ship you the case oh. and the booklets or anything that comes in it, uh, any like DLC download codes. If, you know, they happen to have that with the game. Mm-hmm. They ship you the box. That's cool. So it's just like... you. So you do get all that stuff with it. Yeah, at that point, you're just buying a used game. So you're telling me I can get the box for Fievel's Gold Rush? Potentially. <laughs> Potentially, it's complete in box, man. Yeah, I mean, I first went there because I was like, oh my God, like these old Game Boy Advance games are really hard to get. Like, would it potentially be like cost effective to get them through Game Gamefly? But Apparently, everyone's done it already. Apparently, everybody's done it. Yeah. You can't exactly get Metroid. We're future. assuming, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, the most important question I had about Gamefly was what does it cost? Mm-hmm. Um, because, and what I found out is that there's, it's a tiered pricing thing. So like there's a bunch of different tiers. Um, essentially there are four tiers. There is the budget option and it, they call it the budget and it's eight ninety five a month. So basically $9 a month. So that's cheaper than, uh, some other things we can talk about later. But, yeah. um, you know, I think about that if you're renting a game, Eight nine bucks a month. Okay, that seems pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have the standard one rental at a time. The difference between budget and standard because they're both one rental at a time. The standard is that you get um, you have access to new releases. Uh-huh. So if you do the budget, you have to actually you can't rent a new game until it's at least thirty days old. Mm. So on the budget option, you you cannot do brand new releases. You have to wait at least a month. And then you can rent it if it's available, uh, because it is. As far as I know, it's first come first serve. So yeah, and they can't exactly have an unlimited supply of these things. Right, so. they can't. And then also part of the standard, though, if you upgrade from budget standard, you get a thing called Game Lock, uh, 
which that does game lock is basically a guarantee that if you mm. want a new release if you put it in your game lock if you lock it down essentially you know you're going to get it on release you're going to run okay. release but the, here's the catch you have to do it at least six weeks before the game releases so if you decide a month before release that you want to rent this game when it comes out you can't it's too late you're mm. gonna have to wait until it goes into like until they get you know they, they basically can't guarantee it. You might still not able to get it, but I know they can't guarantee it mm -hmm. unless you do that. Then you have the standard two rentals, which is the same exact thing. You get the game lock. You get the new releases, um, except you get two games a month instead of one. Or two games at a time, I'm sorry, not per month, because you can do as many games, games a month. Two games at a time, you, yeah. Yeah, you can do as many games as you want per month, from what I understand, but it's two games at a time. For twenty two ninety five. I, I don't think I mentioned that the standard was sixteen or fifteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. So we went from $9 for budget, $16 for standard, $23 a month for standard two rentals. And then they have their highest tier, which is the Elite. And it's two rentals at a time as well. And it's $30 a month, $29.95. Yeah. And it and looks like you also get like a special game lock with that one where you can. Yeah. If you do, do the Elite, yeah. you, can, you can reserve a copy of a new release all the way up to a week before it releases. So you get an extra five weeks. Or if you decide, like, you know, over a week out before the game releases, you know what, I do want to rent this, you get like basically priority. So how does that work if all the standard people decide they want the game five weeks ahead? You don't really get the opportunity to use that like one week before it's released. You know, I mean, it could already be taken is what I'm saying. Uh, from I think the way this works, my I don't know, but I'm guessing that they the game lock feature mm -hmm. is they basically use this to determine how many copies they're going to purchase. And that's okay. why they want it six weeks in advance. The way they can purchase as many copies as they think they need mm -hmm. or as they know they need because they basically have a, it's like a, right. a list. They're going to say, okay, we had, you know, we had 2,000 people reserve this. Mm -hmm. So we have to have at least 2,000 copies to send right. out. And some extras. And then some extras. And then the elite, you can do it up to a week before. So okay. you got to have it, but you have more time to decide you want to rent it. So if you decide last minute, I guess, that you want to rent it, you still can if you're an elite member. And then there are finally there are uh, some tiers for um, there are three and four games at a time for certain members and they're very very on their website non-specific about what you had to do <laughs> it just said like for select members after at least two months of being a member they offer yeah. it they offer to some people the option to have three or four games at a time and it is at an increased price but. I figured okay. don't even include that because it's it, they were so vague about what it even takes. That's a funny gray area. Yeah, that's a it's it's kind of weird. So basically, um, those are your options: budget at nine dollars a month, the standard one game at a time for sixteen, the standard two games at a time for twenty three, and then the elite for which is two games at a time, but you can reserve games. You have to be a member of the Illuminati for that, though. Yeah, for thirty dollars a month. Right. Okay, so yeah. like. In terms of pricing, in terms of how this compares to other services, that was the next thing I was interested in. Mm -hmm. So hit us through what Gamefly, what each of those would cost per year. Say you were there for a full year, how much mm -hmm. it would cost? So we've got we've got those figures here. So um, for the budget option, it looks like it is $108 a year. For the standard one rental, you're dropping $192 per year. For the standard two rental, you're dropping $276. And to be a member of the Gamefly Elite, you're dropping $360 a year. So those numbers like 108, 
anywhere from 108 to 360 dollars a year that seems like a lot to me for running video games but i thought you know once you compare it to other services and mm -hmm. maybe compare it to traditional buying maybe it's not that bad because like say you buy an average of one game per month which i think for most gamers is probably that's pretty normal pretty normal and for people like me and you that's probably even conservative we yeah. probably we probably spend more than that definitely um at an average of $60 a game, which games are now 70 but still, let's just stick yeah. with 60 and make it easy. That's 70, seven, $720 a year. Okay. So all these numbers, even the elite is half the price of just buying games normally. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm guessing that people who are using Gamefly are probably using it to... Um, Probably not as their only gaming service. They're probably using it as an addition probably. to purchasing things. But maybe it would stop you, you know, if you decide that you could use it as your only service, potentially. Because if you, like, say, I want to keep it, then you just decide, even if you get a brand new release, if you want to keep it, well, one, it's a brand new copy, and then you get to keep it, and it's at a discounted rate. So that's... I mean, that is cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, we use, like, Game Pass, you know, as a, an additional service, in addition to the, you know, one or more games we buy per month. Right, and then you've done some math on that as well. It looks like Game Pass is 120 bucks for a year. That's for console. That's uh, just for, for the console. one that's just on console. I thought it was important to compare this against Game Pass mm -hmm. for console because GameFly does not do PC games, so it's only a console anyway. Right. But here's the thing: like Game Pass for console is only Xbox, mm -hmm. whereas GameFly, you're gonna, you know, you're talking PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and then Bobble's Gold Rush. <laughs> yeah. So, in some ways, it's, you know, you have more games than Game Pass does, you know. That's true. And more games to pick from because you're going to get all the big new games and stuff. And then plus, you know, games from years right. past. Um, so, there's more games and it's all the games, basically. Yeah. So. It is. I'm trying not to play my hand here too early with my reactions, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's... Game Pass, I think, is a really great thing but you know you, in game pass you don't you do have the option to purchase games like if you like game pass mm -hmm. games they do give you a discounted rate to buy them so that's similar but it's a digital version right whereas through gamefly it's physical if you wanted to purchase it you're getting the physical disc which as a physical collector i, I kind of like that yeah i mean that is cool that that mm -hmm. is definitely a pro yeah that, that is a pro game pass is a catered list you don't get to choose what games are on the list mm-hmm uh, with Gamefly, you get to pick what games you get to you pick what you want. Yep, that's true. And then we've also got one more comparison here uh, with another kind of old school uh, service here, Redbox. Yeah. So you know, I, I've used Redbox like once. Have you my, ever rented a video life. game from Redbox? No, it was a movie, I think. Yeah. Um, but that is apparently at two dollars a day. That would be seven hundred and thirty dollars per yeah, year. Yeah. So like right now, video games through Redbox, at least the Redbox is around here. I don't know if it's, if their like pricing is set around the United States or not. I don't know, but mm -hmm. um, here to rent a video game from Redbox, it's two dollars a day, and basically you rent it and you bring it back whenever you want, and then it's just two dollars a day, mm -hmm. from what I understand. So um, yeah, that'd be if you kept a, if you always had a game year round, it'd be seven hundred thirty dollars, which is actually more expensive than buying one game a month. Yeah. But I guess potentially you could go through well way more than 12 games in a year if you did that. So you're yeah. I think it's still cheaper per game mm -hmm. to use Redbox. Uh, but you wouldn't get to keep them. 
you can buy games through Redbox, but I didn't go into that. Yeah. But I thought, well, maybe what's a more apt comparison is maybe like say you go to a Redbox once a month and you rent a game and you keep it for an average of seven days. And that would be $168. So Mm -hmm. at that point, you're kind of, it's somewhere less than the standard subscription to Gamefly, but more expensive than Game Pass. And you're getting about 12 games a year out of it. More expensive than, yeah, exactly, than Game Pass. So it's kind of like in there, it's kind of more comparable there. If you're thinking like every month I go rent a game from from Redbox and I, I spend seven days with it. Yeah, I mean, if you couldn't get it some other way. Yeah, I mean, I like, it's an option, I can see right? the option. Yeah, it's sure. an option. Um, Redbox, I kind of just threw in as a comparison because I thought, well, it is an option. It's at least something you see. Yeah, you mm-hmm. see it, right? So um, I have a couple different thoughts on this. One, I'm thinking about that um, that budget option mm-hmm. that's 108 dollars a year or nine dollars a month is that worth it is that worth the money you don't get new releases you have to wait at least a month to, to rent a game mm-hmm. that just came out and you you don't get to reserve anything you just have to wait 30 days and then you can do it um maybe for some people for I, some people I, I don't think i would pay it and i and i'll tell you why because if, if i can't get the new games then i want to get the really old games Right. And as we've already covered, They're all I can get is Fivel's Gold Rush. <laughs> so to me, no, it's not worth it. And it's also, you know, you got to go through the trouble of, well, you know, you're dependent on snail mail at that point. Yeah. And you got to ship things back. I mean. I think that's probably my main worry about something like Gamefly is like just the hassle of like. It's a hassle. Of yeah. having to get in the mail and then you send it back. Apparently it is like. Really, they say it's like. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they streamline. It's like it as rush much mail. They yeah, they try to get as quick yeah. as they can, but you know. I mean, especially post pandemic, like the mail hasn't exactly been the most reliable thing, right, you know, In right, the past right. couple of years, so. Right. So. I'm. I'm agree. I think that unless you are, unless you just don't care about, if you don't care about playing new games, mm-hmm. the budget option may be worth it. Yeah. So, if you don't care about playing games right when they come out and you don't mind waiting mm-hmm. a, at least a month, lots of times I don't get around to games until like a year after they release anyway. So oh, yeah. I can understand that. But I also sometimes really want to play those new games. And if I was mm-hmm. relying on this service, I think I'm... Well, let's just talk about the standard. Daniel, what is your thought about the standard, just like one game at a time rental for $16 a month? Do you think that that um, would be worth it? Is that worth the money to you? No, I don't think it is. Just, just, I mean, not that it isn't a cool service, but uh, you know, there's even more hassle at that point because you got to make sure you're reserving your copies six weeks ahead. Like mm-hmm. you're still dealing, you're, you're still dealing with the mail, like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, still can't get any of those cool old retro games. Um, for, I, for me, it's it's not. But yeah, for you, I think that for a lot of people, the standard one rental at a time would actually be a really good option because, um, especially if you don't have an Xbox and you don't have something like Game Pass, mm-hmm. or if you just don't like the games and you want to choose your games that you're playing. Yeah. Um, if you I, don't have the Game Pass thing going for you or any of that, I, I can see how it's definitely more upside at that point. Yeah. Because at that point, you can decide if you want to keep your games, if you want to collect them. If you don't like them, you just immediately send them back. Right. Um, you still got to deal with the hassle of going through the mail. So it's kind of like, I don't know if I'd want this to be my only thing I was relying on. Mm-hmm. But as a supplement, 
I could see that standard one rental thing, the you know being an option. I think, I think it is the price point. I think I would like to see it sixteen dollars a month. Uh, I, if it's, it was it's more it's than not, Netflix, it's more than it's less than Netflix. No, it's not. Oh, is how much is Netflix? I thought Netflix, Netflix went up. just went up to like fifteen something. Oh, okay. Well, so, so it's, it's still more. Price. You know, it's still. Oh, but the, here's the thing, Daniel. Here's the thing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I completely forgot about this until now. Gamefly is not just games. You they are, there's also movies. That is true. I forgot about that as so well. So if you if you like randomly don't want a game and you're like you know I don't want a game I want a movie you can do a movie instead. So let's see. I wonder. I mean, yeah, they and they do have some new movies. I mean, here's Spider Man No Way Home going to be available in April. So. That's probably when it releases. Yeah, probably. The House of Gucci. I'm subscribing. So, um, yeah. So that that's another thing we talk about is that I'm thinking of this primarily as a gaming service. I think that's their main thing. But they mm-hmm. also do have movies. Should you decide that instead of a game, you want a movie? And they have a lot of movies. I'm scrolling through them now, and um, it's not not a bad. It's going to be like old school Netflix, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, so. The standard two rentals for $23 a month, I think like if you, again, if you if this is your only service, I think that would be more mm-hmm. okay. Like I'm thinking like the one rental is probably for people who are just supplementing their regular purchasing. Mm-hmm. And then the two rentals is going to be maybe more for someone who like this is their only service. Yeah. And they only use Gamefly. They have a budget of $23 a month and that's just, they're trying to keep the budget. That's pretty cheap for gaming. Because that's going to be what that's um, hundred two hundred and seventy six dollars a year mm-hmm. compared to if you buy a game a month at seven hundred twenty that's less than half the price so that's still putting you on a pretty good budget and you're getting the ability to have two games so say you don't like one you can you, pop the other one in you don't have to wait for the mail right so that that appeals to me a little more right even though it is more expensive and I can't hardly play more than one game at a time anyway right but, yeah. But still, I think that one is a better one for someone if you're wanting it to be your main gaming service. I could see the standard two rentals being a, a fairly good option. Yeah. And then finally, the elite two rentals, $30 a month. They they tack on an extra $7 a month just to give you the option to reserve a game only one week in advance instead of having to do it six weeks in advance. Yeah. I'm not cool with that because we already said like the standard two rental, you know, if it was going to be your only service, that might be the way to go. But if that was the only way I was playing video games, I would plan six weeks ahead. Exactly. I'm not going to pay eight more dollars to, or seven more dollars to, um, to not have to at that point. Like <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. You know. Right. I understand. Like sometimes, like the hype gets up, and you're like, oh, you know what? The hype well, for this game is building right now. I kind of want to get it, and it's only like you know two because the hype really sometimes doesn't really start building until you're like just two, three weeks out from release. That is true, but if you can already reserve two games at a time, I'm probably going to reserve that hyped game anyway. You're going to have like, it on your reserve. I would just probably. In case. Just I would reserve have, every big new game that's coming yeah, out, no matter I mean, what. I would already. I would have her. Uh, you know, Horizon Forbidden West reserved, even though I didn't really want to play it. Right, because it's not going to. You're just going to have it. Just because what case. if I do want to play it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not trying to. So, throw off on people. So who, you, who, your thought on this is, if any of these are worth the money, it's the standard two rentals. I think so. And then we got to keep in mind that if you're a, a member, after a certain period of time, they offer you the option to have a hmm three rental and four they bring games. you into the inner circle yeah you can do three games at a time or four games at a time I don't know my thought is this honestly as a 
supplemental thing, <clears throat> I could see myself um, using a service like Gamefly. And here's why. Compared to something like Game Pass, which I already spend $15 a month on because mm-hmm. I do Game Pass Ultimate. Happily. This is at the standard prices. It's essentially the same. Okay, it's one dollar more. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's essentially the same. But if I decided that I wanted to keep those games with Game Pass, I never just if I decided I want to keep it, I go buy it physically. Mm-hmm. I might buy a used copy physically or something. Yeah. And I'm and who knows what I'm going to pay for it. But right. at least with something like GameFly, if I decide I want to keep it, I just keep it. That that is neat. I think that's kind of cool as a collector. Yeah. I think that's kind of, and then games that I didn't want to keep, I just send back. Mm-hmm. That is cool. Yeah. That's a good angle to take. So I could see, I'm, I'm semi tempted by the standard one rental. The standard one rental. And in a way, I'm kind of tempted by the budget. And let me tell you why. Because there, you know, if you're trying to fill out, maybe your games that have come out a couple of years ago and you never got to. Mm-hmm. You could rent them, and if you decide, hey, you know, I actually like this game, I'm gonna keep it. You could do that. You could be a great way to catch up on the games that are just a couple years old. That's true. And for eight, with for the option to buy, with the option to buy, right? For nine dollars a month, that's that's really not bad. But with the budget option, you you don't get new releases. You know, you have to wait at least a month. So mm-hmm. at that point, if you're wanting a game, if you're wanting to play a game at release, you're gonna have to buy it anyway. So I don't know how much use I get. That's tough. Yeah. I think I might lean more towards the standard, to be honest. Am I going to start seeing Gamefly uh, envelopes come into town, Andy? I haven't decided, but hmm. I haven't decided. I really haven't. But I, this is why I wanted to make this video. Is it kind of flush out like, is it worth it? I'm still not sure I've decided. I think that the, do you have any final thoughts on if, if it's worth the money or not? I mean, I can only speak for me and I already have enough game subscription services that I'm paying for yeah. that I don't, it would have to be amazing for me to want to add another one. Mm-hmm. And this just doesn't do it for me. Do you I think mean, that I can see all your points about you, you can buy, you know, yeah. and that's really cool. I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know, like <clears throat> I pay $15 a month for game pass and on, you know, like I do get use out of game pass. Mm-hmm. I, I sure do. But the thing is I kind of don't like that on game pass. I don't get to pick the game. So like I kind of am forced to kind of choose from this list. Mm-hmm. that they already have and sometimes i want to play a game and it's just not on there you yeah know, but it is a really good list it's a good list but this those, is arguably a better list i mean it's it's objectively better because yeah. it's got everything yeah even files cold rush <laughs> well it's got everything up <laughs> how to much can i milk that yeah i don't know <clears throat> man i'm telling you what sidebar though five goes west back in the day that is an absolute banger of a movie i wonder if that's on game pass you mean on gamefly yes i do Fievel goes west. I don't even know how to spell Fievel. It's it's you're gonna have to check the Game Boy Advance listing to see how it's spelled. I'm just not really sure. I it, and it kind of feels like going back to GameFly. Why Daniel's looking this up? It feels kind of old school. It's like you know you gotta do it through the mail. I get that. Like that's if there was a physical store. I don't know. They would have to have. Then they have a bunch of other costs. They wouldn't be able to offer this at the price point they are. Right. They don't even have Fable Goes West. Oh, no. I'm not getting my money. <laughs> I, I honestly think that this could be a, a, a decent way to game on a budget. I think, I'd think say this rivals Game Pass. I think it may be a better way to game on a budget than Game Pass. 
I think you can make that point if it was your only thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better than Game Pass because one, it factors in that you have can have other consoles than an Xbox. Right. <laughs> I mean that that in itself is huge. Mm-hmm. I think, and I you know I was going to ask you this. I don't know if you know, but how do you think Gamefly is doing? Like, do you think they're uh, doing well? Every time well? I hear about Gamefly, it's when they're selling their games. Mm-hmm. Because what game? From what I understand, they you know they have all these new releases and they reserve so many copies. But then once they get them all out and they're not being rented out to everybody at the same rate anymore, they sell off their used copies and they sell them at a, a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. And that's how I always hear about them. It's oh, Gamefly is selling off their old stock, and you know you can buy this game that's only like a six months old. At a really great price. Right. um, I'm sure they're probably doing okay. I I really don't know. I don't either. I I just, I I see the, the being forced to go through the mail as a huge hindrance that I just don't think a lot of people are going to be super keen on. But how else do you do it? I mean, Amazon's through the mail. I mean, like. Yeah, but you're not always shipping stuff back to Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, getting things delivered is one thing. It's Mm -hmm. the shipping back, I think, that. I mean, yeah, I get it. And it is, in this world of like short attention spans and instant mm-hmm. gratification like that, I see that as a deterrent. Um, not that I don't think it's a good service because, I mean, you're right. It is. Yeah. But but we asked you guys a related question in a poll. We said, and, and thank you guys for voting in the polls. This was one of our best, uh, most participating in polls. It had some of the most comments, if not the most comments out of any poll we've ever had. So thank you guys for voting in these. It really means a lot to us. And we asked, have you ever rented a video game? Yes or no? Yeah. It looks like 57% of you have and 43% of you have not. So, I mean, like we, back in the day, like back in the mid nineties to mid two thousands, renting video games was like, it was a way of life. That was what we oh. did all the time. We so go, go to our local game store or our local video rental place. We had mm-hmm. a couple of them. Yeah. Um, Never had a blockbuster in town. It was No, but smaller. I used to go to the blockbuster in Canton. I went there like twice, maybe. Yeah. And um, you would rent a video game, and it and it cost about that, like $1 a day. And you'd uh, rent it for a while, and you'd bring it back, and it was super fun. But if you didn't finish the game, you had to rent it again. <laughs> it yeah, was... and hope you got the same cartridge, you know, if it was like one of those cartridge games or, mm-hmm. or systems, I mean. But... So this one was pretty split, but over half the people have rented a video game. You know what I think that's split by? What's that? Age. Age, you think new, you think that younger people haven't rented video games yeah. and older people have? Yeah. Yep. Well, we have your comments to go through, and um, so the first one was Gary. Gary says, "Back when Blockbuster was still in business, wow, I feel old." Yeah, <laughs> saying I've, I I rented games when Blockbuster was still in business. Yeah. That, when that, did Blockbuster go out? Oh, dude, I don't know, but that, you're, it this ain't that, gonna make us feel any younger. It wasn't that long ago. No way, it was that. Long I'll look ago. it up. Because there were still a few like blockbuster holdouts. There were still like a couple stores. 2014. See, that's not that long ago. That's, uh, you know, eight, eight years, years ago. ago. Yep. Uh, then we got another, we got a repeated commenter here. Uh, Y343Y uh, says, every month I rent hundreds of great games for $15. Pretty sure that's in reference to Game Pass. Yeah. But it could be in reference to an extremely active Gamefly subscription. <laughs> so we don't know. Oh, yeah, that would be extremely active. What if they get <laughs> it's $16, so they're, they're paying, what, the standard one rental? One rental, So they yeah. can only have one game at a time, but they're going through hundreds every month. 
they would like keep the post office in business. There's no way because there'd be no way. I wonder what the maximum number of games you could play in a month with GameFly. With one rental, let's imagine it's a, mm. let's just say it's two days to you and two days to ship it back. Okay. Um, so let's say that there's four days of yeah. seven or eight games. I mean, that'd be the max. That'd be like if you played for one day, like <laughs> did it all day. Yeah. And then, and then took a two day breather and then played a game all day. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, Okay, so then uh, after that, we got Heather Cook, who is also a frequent commenter on the channel. Um, Heather says, used to sleep over at my friend's house every Friday night. His mom would let us go pick out a game every week, and we would always pick out Vigilante 8. I don't know why it took us like seven weeks of renting the same game for her to be like, I'll just buy the darn thing. We had so much fun. I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. I relate to that hard. Like, anytime we had a, you know... It's any sort of like birthday party or anything, you know, we'd always go to the the game store and get like two or three games. And I remember a lot of those repeated rentals. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, a, a standard for me was um, Gauntlet Legends. Gauntlet Legends. What was that on? Uh, N64. N64. I want to say it was Legends. It I was definitely Gauntlet. Gauntlet. I don't remember that game. It was just like a, um, it was a great party game. It was like you picked a medieval character and you uh, went through these levels killing things you know that's pretty much it kind of like a warcraft style mm-hmm. i'm wondering if i remember that yep gauntlet legends it was on the n64 that's awesome it dropped in 1998 <laughs> i'll tell you the ones that i remember renting over and over were um a couple of them the main one that we rented all the time was iggy's wrecking balls <laughs> um i don't know if you remember that game i don't but we loved that game. Me and my brother, we rented that game all the time. That was one. Another one we rented often was uh, Paper Mario for the N64. Mm. That one was always fun. And That's then one I uh, play. Yoshi's Story for N64. We rented that one a bunch. And then uh, Majora's Mask. Rented that mm. one a bunch. And those are ones that I don't know why. Like Some of those games, like Yoshi's Story, Paper Mario, Majora's Mask, and all four of those. Um my parents should have just bought those games because we rented them so many times. Yeah. At some point, you're getting a little bit of a diminishing return there on the repeated rentals. Yeah. <laughs> Old Daryl Dean also said uh, he's 35, so of course he's renting games. Yeah. And Daryl also comments a lot on our You guys are, a lot of you guys who come out all the time are frequent flyers of the channel. And we appreciate you. that. So Daryl says, I'm 35. Of course I have. Yeah. Of course you've rented games. Yeah. I, I really relate to the uh, inherent get off my lawn nature of this comment. I, I feel you, Daryl. <laughs> I'm not 35, but uh, I'm not far off. <laughs> so next we have a CTR Akina. I guess that's what it would be. CTR Akina. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So library in Utah had games you could rent. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder about this because, you know, like I remember finding out that our local library had uh, music, like yeah. CDs that you mm -hmm. could go uh, borrow. And I don't know if I don't remember ever hearing about our library having games that you could borrow, but I, I, don't think I kind of wonder if they did. They might have. Okay. I mean, I never I found out about the game, the, the the sorry, the CDs and music way late. Yeah. It was like when I was in high school, I was like, oh, my gosh, I could have been taking out CDs this whole time. Mm. And I did uh, borrow a few. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, O-F-W-G-K-T-A, Jinx, who we will now <laughs> refer to as Jinx. 
yeah. uh, says there was a thing called Redbox, and it would give us games and movies. Yeah, and we talked about Redbox. I think our Walmart still has one. No, there's one out in front of. There's certainly there's one, one outside out CBS. Of, outside in front of Kroger. I think we have multiple Redbox yeah. in town. Yeah, I think we do too. So a Redbox is still a thing around here. It may not be everywhere. It may be gone in other places, but around here, Redbox is still very much used. That's right. Um, yeah, and it works. I don't know how much it's used for games. I mean, certainly movies, though. Yeah. So then uh, Bing Bong, who is another yeah. frequent flyer on the channel. Shout out to Bing Bong. Bing Bong says, Jumbo Video. Jumbo Video, anybody? Uh, now, I didn't know what Jumbo Video was, so I asked. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bing Bong says they were Canadian blockbusters, and the mascot was a jumbo elephant. Uh, they give you free popcorn while you browse the games, had reasonable prices for renting, and a full system for weekend movies. Um, so you, you could rent games and a system for the weekend for reasonable prices. That's what he's saying. The lack of punctuation threw me off there. Um, movies were cheaper if you got a few games at the same time, and he misses it so much. Or she. Uh, do you remember renting a full system? Because we did it a couple times. I never did that, but I know you could. Yeah. Yeah, because we didn't have a jumbo video. We had a mountain video. Yeah. Shout out to Mountain Video, who's still somehow around. Hey, we still have a video rental place in town. Um, so I'm going to go to Mountain Video. I've, I've been not that long ago. What were you doing? Um, <laughs> I think we were looking for, I think we were looking for a specific movie that we couldn't find anywhere. So you thought, and they also did not have it. Okay, Randy. Um, But anyway, well, I say recently. I mean, it was probably like probably like three years ago. Probably, yeah. Um, So we used to rent the original Xbox before we got one. Mm. That was the system that we rented at that time, Um, and then eventually, my parents purchased us an Xbox, and my brother stashed it in his room, and I never got to play it because he would never put in the living room. He just would, he was like, oh, Curse you, you Steven. he said, you don't want to play Halo. You know, I play Halo every night with my friends. You don't need this. So Steven, I did not if you're get watching a, this. That's not cool, bro. I never got much time on the Xbox or the Xbox 360. He did the same thing. Hmm. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our comments here, Randall. I think it does, but um, we're not finished. Heck no, we're not finished. So I, I want to know, man. And the people want to know what you've been playing. Yeah. So we like to end. We've been ending episodes now with what we're playing. Um, right now, I'm playing the same games I was playing last week. So yes, I am Horizon Forbidden West, which I am very close to finishing now. I am on. I, at least it feels that way. Story wise, it feels like things are coming to a conclusion. And uh, yeah, it. I'm towards the end of that. I'm also on Half Life Alex, which I have realized I am just working at at a very slow pace mm-hmm. and it's just because i'm like wanting to go check out i'm opening every drawer i'm looking for ammo and resin and everywhere i can and i'm just going really slow through that game but that being said i wouldn't be if it was a game i wasn't enjoying i would try to fast track it and right. the fact you that love playing, that game and the fact that i'm playing it slowly just shows you how much i'm enjoying it because mm-hmm. i don't do that i usually really fast track games yes you do and um so that i'm playing fable 3 with captain and again, we're that's another one we're getting very close to the end of. Mm-hmm. We're trying to finish it by this Friday because this Friday um, Kirby comes out and we're going to play yeah. that in co op. Yep. And then I'm streaming Sea of Thieves every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Yeah, we actually missed this past Thursday. Uh, 
Sorry about that if you were offended, but uh, we were putting the gig in gaming gig. You know, it was St. Patrick's Day and we had to bring the music to the people. Um, I'm also playing a lot of the same games I was playing. Sea of Thieves, of course, is a constant thing. Um, and Season 6 is super cool, by the way. I don't know if we want to make some content about that or not, but I'm digging Season 6. Um, and then I'm still working through uh, Elden Ring, which I very much love. I'm getting a little um, frustrated with the PC... Uh, the PC port being a little unstable at times. I've talked to you about how often they've patched it. Are you regretting purchasing or purchasing on PC instead of getting it somewhere else? I kind of wish I'd got it on PS5 just because I've heard I've heard it runs well there. And it runs well on PC when it's working. It's just like it's kicked me out a few times. And then mm-hmm. there's lots of reports of where it'll freeze and then it'll catch up real quick. You know, so you'll... I don't know if that's necessarily dropping frames or what you would call that. It's like that. a bit of a stutter or something. Yeah, it'll stutter. Um... I mean, I wanted it on PC because I knew how easy it would be to capture the footage. It's just so easy for me to capture footage on PC. But, and I also love my new PC, so I'm still trying right. to play games on it. Um, but I'm a little disappointed with um, with the PC port of Elden Ring. That being said, I still love in the game, and I'm going to keep playing it. Um, and I'm making progress. It's just slow. But I also have been playing those new Mario Kart tracks. In fact, when uh, you showed up today, I was playing them. Yeah. Um, so probably going to make a video about that this week. Um, yeah. but I'm digging those. So if you haven't, you know, if you've got the expansion or booster, the booster course pass, um, I'd be interested to know what you think about those new courses. Yeah. Let us know guys. Well, I think that's it for us. So until next time, guys, I'm Randy and I'm Daniel and this has been gaming gig. Peace out.